right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Make a List. This is our podcast where we take a topic, talk about it for a little while, give our opinions, and then create a definitive top 10 list. As always, I am Josh, and with me is my son, Jack. And today, we are going to switch things up just a little bit. We are going to create a top 10 list on the fly. So instead of doing our normal format where we each come up with five options and two alternates, we are just going to take a topic and together create a top 10 list. So this is going to be a little bit more fluid. And today we are going to talk about the most iconic comedy films in our opinions. Our only criteria for this is that the movie be considered universally a comedy. So it can't be like a Shakespearean drama that has comedic elements. It has to be an actual comedic film that is just kind of universally recognized as a comedy. Without further ado, let's get started. And since we're just going to be throwing these out kind of randomly, Jack, I'll let you start. What do you think is a good first option to throw on the list? Well, I'm going to pick one of my favorite films of all time, and you can veto this if you want, but I have Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay, so talk about why you think that is a iconic comedic film. Well, I feel like we need some Michael Sarah on here, and I haven't seen Superbad or any other Michael Sarah movies, so this one will have to do. Also, the jokes in this movie are really funny, like the, uh, the part where Knives comes to visit Scott, but he doesn't want to see her, and so Wallace is like, you know what? And Scott jumps out the window. He just left. That's a, a pretty funny joke, if you ask me. And I really enjoy the film. So, Okay. I think that's probably a good one to put on the list. I am going to start it off at number eight. I don't know that we necessarily need to use vetoes unless it's something that we both can't agree has comedic value. Or is actually a comedy, I guess, for lack of a better term. All right. So I am going to nominate Ace Ventura. Pet Detective. It's early 90s, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey at his best, basically. There's lots of quotables. Every year, whenever a kicker misses a kick in the playoffs, it slices out, you know, because that was one of the lines from the movie. Alrighty then. You know, everything about that movie is just like early 90s comedy. I don't know that it's necessarily as funny as Scott Pilgrim, so I'm going to If you're comfortable with this, Jack, I'm going to put it at number 10 to start off. I ain't seen it, so I can't say anything about it. All right, Jack, it's your turn to nominate. I'm going to go ahead and get my joke answer out of the way and my reference to a particular franchise out of the way. I'm going to go with uh, Saw 6. I'm going to veto that. That's not a comedy. That's a horror film. Well, I needed to, to get it in here somewhere, so. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your Saw reference. What do you want to nominate instead? Can I do uh, the Army of Darkness, please? You know, I actually, I think a lot of people might say, well, that's not a comedic film. And I think those people probably haven't seen it. And I will say this, IMDb does list it as both a horror film and a comedy film, but it lists it as a comedy first and foremost. Boom. So y'all can eat them apples. How about that? I'll say that that's probably a good one. I'm going to put that at, I think five is not a bad place to start that off. What do you think? I think we should put it at one so we can hail to the king. I don't think it's a one. I think it's start off. We'll see what we come up with. Maybe it moves up. 
I mean, if you want to talk about quotable movies, that movie is drowning in them. I mean, we got we got This Is My Boomstick, Good, Bad, I'm the Guy with the Gun, Hail to the King, Baby, Groovy. That movie is just full of one-liners that are all super iconic, in my opinion. Well, I think five is a good place to start. Uh, I am going to nominate Mean Girls. I've said this a number of times on this podcast. I think I've talked about Mean Girls almost as much as you've talked about Saw. In my opinion, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. It's quirky. It's smart. It has a good message. The acting is fantastic. And the writing is hilarious. For me, Mean Girls is everything that a smart comedy should be. I'm going to put it at three if you're okay with that. Go right ahead. So for another one of my picks, I'm going to go with The Seed of Chucky. And if you don't believe me, IMDb that. Well, talk about why you think it belongs on the list. Because I would consider that to be more of a horror film. Well, you see, fellas, Seed of Chucky is one of those movies where you take a franchise, starts kind of serious, a little goofy, but as it goes on, it gets more and more silly. You have scenes of Chucky. Once again, I bring this up every time I talk about the franchise on this podcast. Chucky driving Britney Spears off the side of the road. That's the movie with all the rapper red man vasectomy jokes. That movie has the whole uh, Jennifer Tilly meeting Tiffany Valentine meta jokes. That movie has the whole uh, Glenn Glenda thing, which was meant to be funny at the time. It is now taken extremely seriously. And I just feel like that movie is just an extremely comedic movie. It's full of just jokes. There's a part where Glenn is meeting Chucky and Tiffany for the first time at the Paramount Studios lot. And Chucky's like, oh man hate to see that kid's parents, wouldn't you? And then Glenn shows him the PayPal stamp on his wrist and Chucky just like faints. Okay, yeah. I I guess if you're going to talk about a movie in that franchise, that's probably one of the funnier ones. Uh, What do you think is fair? I'll go with like, it's not a good movie, but it's like a fun movie. So I'll put it at like nine. Nine, okay. And keep in mind, just because there's something already in a certain spot that doesn't mean that it has to stay there if you think something else deserves to be in that spot you know we can discuss and and move there's no doubt in my mind that that movie will end up in 10 you think so yes all right i am going to nominate the jerk from 1978 i believe it's a steve martin film it is just stupid 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 But it's funny. It has a lot of good quotables. You know, he hates these cans. You know, uh, there's the whole I was born a a poor black child line, you know, and then it's basically the story is this white guy that got adopted by a Southern African-American family and doesn't understand that he is a white dude, you know, and he tries to do a a lot of things and it, it just doesn't work out. And the movie is basically just... Him trying to strike out on his own and failing miserably at a number of things, including, you know, creating something that makes him a lot of money. The uh, the little nose piece for glasses to help people take their glasses off so that they're not messing up the earpieces and not messing up the, you know, touching the lenses, that sort of thing. But then, you know, even that fails. Steve Martin's great in the movie. Uh, Bernadette Peters is fantastic. 
I think, though, that that movie might be better suited at number eight. So I'm going to move Scott Pilgrim up to number seven and put The Jerk at number eight for right now. No comment, because I have not seen that film. All right, for my next pick, I'm going to go with an animated film that was intended for children, but isn't watched by children. We got Megamind. So for those of you who have somehow been living under a rock for the past 14 years, Megamind is a comedy film starring Will Ferrell and some other people about this supervillain named Megamind who ends up killing the superhero at the beginning of the film. And then he starts to rule the city and hijinks ensue as he gets a love interest. Eventually starts to train another like bumbling idiot to become a superhero. And that character becomes the villain because he gets rejected by Megamind's love interest. It sounds pretty childish, but the movie has genuinely funny jokes like the part where they predicted the future and the villain titan not megamind titan says there is no santa claus there is no easter bunny and there is no queen of england that line aged perfectly this is one that i haven't seen so i am going to defer to you on this but i do know that it exists and i do know that it's apparently pretty funny dude you need to hop on watching it this movie is hilarious but don't watch the new movie that's coming out for it because it looks terrible. Right. Well, where do you think this should slide in? I'll give it a six. Okay. All one word, by the way. I know that much. (laughs) You're a villain, all right. Just not a super one. All right. For my pick, I am going to choose Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Again, stupid movie. But so many quotable lines, like, you stay classy, San Diego, talking about playing jazz flute. Well, that escalated quickly. Works 60% of the time, 100% of the time. That's right, yeah. Plenty of quotables in that movie. Now, again, the second movie, not quite as good, but the first movie, I think, was fantastic when it came out. I just think it's, I think it's a really funny film. Uh, I think it's got an all-star cast, Christina Applegate, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Casey Represent. David Ketchner, Casey Represent, Steve Carell. Do you mean David Kirshner? It's Ketchner. Oh. Yeah. I think we're thinking of different people. We are. We probably are thinking of different people. But yeah, I just think it's a great, great movie. Very well cast. Very funny. But this at number two, unless you have any qualms about that. All right. That's fine. I don't care. By the way, I would like to do honorable mentions, if that's okay with you. Can we do like like five? Let's do two honorable mentions. Three. Let's do two honorable mentions each. All right. And then we'll just, yeah, we'll do that. All right, you're up next. Next up on this list, I feel like I haven't done a whole lot of live action films. So I'm going to go ahead and throw in, even though that's Cap, I've done almost all live action films. But I'm going to go ahead and do Basketball. Oh, fantastic pick. Yeah. Raise your hand here if you don't know what South Park is. If you're raising your hand, you're either six and shouldn't be listening to this podcast or... 97, in which case, hey, they're calling for you. It's dinner time. They're serving pudding. So South Park is an adult animated comedy created by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Now, shortly after the show came out, they went on to make this film called Basketball, which is a sports comedy about two idiots who make a sport and it becomes extremely popular among tons of people. And that's just like the basic premise of the movie. Like there's the romantic subplot between Trey Parker's character and this other girl. Uh, what's his face? I'm just going to call him Trey because I don't remember the character names where like Trey runs all of Mysteries parody and they show a picture of Mr. T. Yes. Oh gosh, that part gets me every time I watch it and I've seen this movie multiple times. Yeah. 
I, I like this film. I think this is a good choice. If you're comfortable with this, I might move Mean Girls out of three and put Basketball there, unless you think that's too high. That's fine. I will say that there was one joke in this movie that does not land for me, and that's when uh, Matt's character uh, sprays milk out of his nipples. Yeah, that's just weird. I don't like that one. So yeah, that's my, my number pick. That's my, that's my number pick, number pick, number pick, number pick. All right, so for number one, I guess, at this point, unless we disagree and think that it should go in a different position, I'm going to put the movie This Is The End. Again, an ensemble cast. You know, you've got Jonah Hill, Seth, uh, what's his name? (laughs) That's what his laugh sounds like. Yes, that guy. (laughs) Seth, Seth Rogen. Is it Seth Seth Rogen? I guarantee you it's Seth Rogen. Great ensemble cast. You know, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride. We, we don't like uh, Jonah Hill anymore. Michael Sarah, a second time on here. Why don't we like Jonah Hill? He, he did some not so great things. Oh. Craig Robinson. Yo, Danny McBride, the, the guy that made the last three Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah, Danny McBride. Uh, and Emma Watson with a really great cameo. Also, the Backstreet Boys at the end, the part with the Backstreet Boys, hilarious. Uh, the premise of this movie basically is the world ends and uh, these friends are at James Franco's mansion. And yeah, the characters play uh, film versions of themselves, but they're all stuck at James Franco's mansion at the end of the world. Danny McBride leaves and like basically becomes like king of this like gang of people uh, like demons are roaming the earth. It's just hilarious, hilarious film. I don't know that it deserves to be at number one. So what I may do. I may put it at number five, Jack, if you're comfortable with that, and then move everything else down and then move Anchorman into the top slot. Do you think that that's okay? That's fine. Okay, so let's look at this list and let's decide if we want to move anything around. Since we're doing this fluid, there's probably some things that we're going to want to move around. So at number one, we have Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Number two, Basketball. Number three, Mean Giles. Because you spelled girls with an E instead of an R. That's an R. That's an E. That's an R. I just wrote it really fast. That's an E. There. It's an R. (laughs) It's an E. Number four. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Number five. This is the end. Number six. Megamind. Number seven. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Number eight. The Jerk. Number nine. Seed of Chucky. And number ten. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Is there anything we want to move around on here? I'm just going to say this. I'm surprised you didn't put Ace Ventura when nature calls on here. I just don't think this is funny. I haven't seen either of them. I know it's trash, dude. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't think it's trash. I think it's it's got merit. I just don't think it's as funny. So, anything you want to contend on here? Anything you want to move? Yeah, could you do me a favor? Yes. People are probably going to have my head for having Ace Ventura up below seated Chucky. You can go ahead and move that up. Put Cedar Chucky at 10. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and do our, what are they called? Our honorable mentions. Okay. So for my first honorable mention, I'm going to do The Return of the Living Dead. So basically the plot of The Return of the Living Dead is that the movie Night of the Living Dead is just a movie, but it's based off some corpses that got like some chemicals on them that were made for Nam or something. And that's not really what matters. Basically, all I need to know 
there's this guy, he lives, he doesn't live, but he works in this, like, place where they keep dead bodies. It's not a morgue, it's more like a, like a science-y type thing, I can't really explain it. But, uh, he lives in one of those with his, he doesn't live, he works in one. He works in one with his uncle, and basically they find these bodies in the, uh, in the basement that were, uh, basically, like, reanimated zombies, and so they accidentally open it, and the way they open it is they accidentally knock into each other, and one of them grabs onto it and, like, twists it open. The way I'm describing it, it's not a comedic film, but it is a very funny film to watch. Like, the tagline is, they're back, and they're ready to party. Just a perfect amount of 80s cheese. And the B-plot of the movie is that there's these group of, like, punks who are going into the uh, grave graveyard next door and just acting a fool until all of a sudden uh, the gas leaks up into the atmosphere and it starts to rain, which reanimates all the corpses. And so now they've all got to hide in this little, like, morgue-type thing. And it's extremely funny. There's a part where they take one of the zombies, and of course it's a female zombie, so it's like just her upper half, and she like talks in full sentences, and it is so bad that it is hilarious. But yeah, Return of the Living Dead. Also, this is the movie that started the cliche of zombies eating brains, so there's that. Is this the one that you were watching at Alex's house that one night? On on New Year's? Yeah, and I came in, and I was like, what in the world are we even watching right now? Why, yes, Phil. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's a goofy film. Not going to lie. Like, we're looking at the poster right now. The, the, the poster is of two zombies behind a tombstone and another zombie. The words of the movie onto the tombstone. All right. Well, what is your second honorable mention? My second honorable mention, Phil, is... Why are you calling me Phil? I don't know. It's fun, I guess. I'm going to go with... A movie that is debatably a comedy film, and I have House of a Thousand Corpses. I don't think that's a comedy film. DVD menu. Yeah, but DVD that, menu. No, the DVD. Captain Spaulding scenes. Yeah, but I just don't think it's. I don't think it's Captain a Spaulding scenes. Well, IMDb it. All right. You type like you're in your 80s. Well, I have a marker in my hand. No, it's a horror film only. Dude, the menu, the DVD menu for this film is extremely funny. Yeah, but it, the film itself is not, so... The film itself is very funny. Captain Spaulding just says a lot of profanities to the individual and is being very disrespectful while being held at gunpoint. And it's a very, very funny scene. Yeah, but it's not a comedy. All right, so pick something else. Whatever. I'm right. You're wrong. Now you got to sing a song. Pick something else. Made a song. I'm going to go with... We're going to keep it on the 80s B-movie train with the, the killer clowns from outer space. I would put John Hughes movies on here, but they're too dramatic to be comedies. Mm-hmm. The ones I had in mind were Breakfast Club and 16 Candles, which are both dramas. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space is basically about these these aliens that look like circus clowns that come down and they just start to, to mess around. Like they turn people into to snakes and popcorn and they shoot people with popcorn and they use shadow puppets to turn into dinosaurs. There's a part where some characters are running away and the clowns blow up balloon animals and the balloon animals start to chase them. 
it is a extremely goofy film, and I would recommend that every person watch it because it is PG thirteen, so you can watch it with your kids. So, happy Hanukkah! All right. Well, my first honorable mention is a John Hughes film, and it is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was one I was going to pick, but I decided against it. Well, that would have been cool, but yeah, it is. I think it's hilarious. You know, I have a cousin who his middle name is Cameron, and I'm pretty sure it's Cameron from this film. Tons of quotables in this movie. I just remember being a kid wanting to be Ferris Bueller. Probably, I don't know, not the funniest John Hughes film, but it's definitely probably top three in terms of John Hughes comedies. Oh, that's something we could do. We could do John Hughes films at some point. That'll be fun. I was going to say, I feel like this film isn't as funny to me because I've seen it so many times. It's kind of just like worn off the charm it has. I mean, I guess I could see that. I think just for me, it's just so funny every time I watch it. Can you not hardly wait? Yeah. And then I was going to say The Naked Gun from The Files of Police Squad for my second one, but I'm going to choose Fletch instead. And I know we've talked a number of times about how we dislike Chevy Chase as a human being. Fletch lives. That movie was not great. (laughs) But the original Fletch is so funny. So many quotables. You know, I'm a friend of the Underhills. Uh, Hey, Ed, how's the herpes? I mean, there's just so many great lines in this film. It's quirky. It's sarcastic. The all synthesizer score from Harold Faltmeyer is just, it's nuts. It goes hard. I love it. Uh, I think it's a great movie. I barely remember this movie, if I'm being totally real. Really? Yeah, I barely remember it. Like, I remember the poster, and that's about it. Okay, so we need to fix that. Well, not right now. Well, no, not right now. I love the part where, where Fletch went to a community college and then was a jerk to everybody there, so they had to close the community college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we've said a number of times, Chevy Chase, horrible human, but he did have some really good movies in the 80s. So, yeah, at least, so, we, at least we got something good out of so it. So if before Chevy he... Chase is a terrible person and we could acknowledge the goodness of his movies... And how can we can't acknowledge the masterpieces of Mr. West? Bro, I let you talk about Kanye West all the time on here. Looking at these alternates, these honorable mentions, is there anything that you want to replace on our top 10 list with any of these? They don't have to be yours. They can nah. be mine. I'm going to replace one of mine. Nah. I'm going to take the jerk off and I'm going to put Fletch on. <laughs> I'm going to take off the jerk. <laughs> Didn't catch that one in time. I'm going to take off the jerk and I'm going to put Fletch in its place. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to take the jerk off. So you don't want to take anything else off of here and put anything else on? Nah. Okay. Let's go. Let's start at 10 and I, let's I, go I, up to I, 1. I, I want to read all of them. Okay, yeah, you can read them. Coming in at number 10, we have The Suit of Chucky. That's bro. <laughs> Those are O's, my good man. We have The Suit of Chucky. Seed. There you go. <laughs> we have The Seed of Chucky. Coming in at number 9, we have Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Coming in at number 8, we have Fletch Lives. No, just Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number 7, Scott Pilgrim versus The World... Number six, we have Megamind. Also, I regret wishing this had a sequel. Um, number five, we have This Is The End. Like the My Chemical Romance song. 
<laughs> number four, we have uh, Army of Darkness. Number three, we have Mean Girls. Number two, we have Basketball. Here's some of our honorable mentions. We got Return of the Living Dead, The Jerk, Ferris Bueller's Days Off, and The Killer Clown of Matter Space. And number one, we have The Anchorman. Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy, number one, yeah. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. Terrible. I don't know. I think this was kind of a fun format. I don't know if it's something we'd want to do every week, but it's kind of fun just to make these on the fly. And I honestly feel like this is a little bit more in the spirit of what we used to do when you were a little kid, when we'd be on car rides. You know, we would just kind of on the fly put these lists together and it wasn't like a pre-prepared kind of a thing. So this was kind of fun as, you know, kind of a, a step back into how we used to do things. Let us know what you think. If you think this was fun, something that we ought to do in the future, let us know and we'll, we'll give it a shot. In the meantime, that's all the time we have for this week. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform, whether that be Apple Music or Spotify, or you can follow us on X and interact with us there at Let's Make a List PC. All right. Well, hey, Jack, thanks for your help. We will see you all. What help? (laughs) Fair point. No, I'm just kidding. We will see you all next week. Have a great one. Goodbye. Goodbye.